0: Can one, after choosing to follow the ethnic path, go their entire life without even the hint of a presence of them? More overt hints, not mere speculations, being they have personalities. Could they just choose to never want anything to do with you over something done, even if out of ignorance?
1: All right. Long answer short. Correct. All right. Show over. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. This was Hyperborean Radio. I was the guru or the Celtic guru, which is what I was dubbed for a moment. I'm Celtic God, and you are the Lorekeeper. And yeah, we're
0: you have successfully beaten gurus in intellectual combat with ease. So we're we don't really view gurus guru ain't as a got positive. shit on me. Gurus ain't got shit on anybody. They're good at going. Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, but anyway,
1: pretty much if you can utter some common sense, that's all well, that it takes. Well,
0: there's an entire book out there called the Hav. Ho- well, not a book, a poem called the Havamal that everyone gushes over and jizzes over, and it's literally just a book of common sense. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, it was a good question that was asked of us, and um, pretty much it's it's a big answer, even though it's also a short answer. But the short answer sounds hopeless, but it's it's not.
0: No, but one of the main things to bring up is the gods, we've said it before, we'll say it again. They aren't on clouds, just twiddling their thumbs, waiting for prayers to come up to them so that they can answer you. They're not like,
1: please. Please like me, good sir. Let me check my test, my, my test messages, my text messages. Yeah, that that's not what they're doing. They're not sitting there waiting. But in short, it is possible to go your entire life without seeing direct evidence of the gods. But it is also possible that you could be seeing them all the time and not recognizing it. Well, it's
0: something we've actually brought up before. Uh, In regards to many of the gods, you could literally pass them on the street
1: and not notice. Yeah. And and there's also the possibility that they just might not notice you because you might not be, I don't know, uh, representing them enough or they think that you're pretty all right because you don't need their help. There's also that possibility. I mean, there is a lot of possibilities, but in general, you want to be careful trying to draw their attention because like w- what we was just talking about with the when the person uh, was okay I'm convinced that they was just trying to win me over with well I venerate tear first question out of my mouth is why if you get their attention like with tear you're going to be constantly presented with making the choice for justice and, and you don't have to keep it you, you don't have to make that choice but you will be constantly presented with the choices of Do I do what's right, or do I do what's easy? Do I do what's right, or do I do the thing that that nets me large reward?
0: Well, and that's the thing, is if you try to have the god of justice as your patron, and you keep choosing unjust acts, having his attention would actually be an extreme detriment, because now you are in the path of actually an enemy of justice. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes you'll even pick those simply because you just want to go with the flow. You're not mm-hmm. doing it to be an unjust or an ignoble individual. You're just kind of going with the flow. You're going, you're, you're the dead it, fish, not the salmon.
1: Right. Or you might want to be this person. You think that you want to be this person. Then you get their attention, and then, holy shit, life just got rough.
0: Well, we also,
1: well, talk- well, you, you, we've known each other for a few years. You've seen where these choices are consistently presented to me.
0: Well, and picking the just choice, especially in t- modern society, is not always a positive. No. It is the right choice. No
1: good deed shall go unpunished. But
0: it's not necessarily the easy or even
1: the helpful choice.
0: Because right. like, our goal is to start a pagan town and actually revivify the culture, revivify our natural spirituality. We don't bring it up very often because people start thinking we actually have Right, because have we it. don't have it yet. Yeah. So don't talk too much about things that you're
1: working towards. Because... Uh, talk is cheap pretty much all the personalities on media will tell you that because they've all made the mistake of talking about what it is that they're working towards and then there's lots of people think that they're already there yes
0: but um we've actually had people straight up offer to get us to pay for the land
1: mm-hmm. in exchange for position
0: and if we had taken them up on that offer
1: well my naive self shot him down without even realizing oh that's how what was going on that's
0: how inherent the just choice is to you is even without realizing that there is a just and unjust choice you just answer honestly and we could have had the land for two years now mm-hmm. if we had just taken that guy's offer and the money we chose not to we chose the the just decision which is not to sell out our people for money not to uh, to use a, a christian comment the 30 pieces of silver yes and like we've said before our religion is not a specific god it is our people But that's the sort of thing. It's like if you honor a god of mercantile decisions, it's actually an odd situation because, like, let's say you're a a god of merchants. Then if you're too nice and too kind with your haggling, then you're actually working against kind of the, the patronage of a god of merchants. Right, but if you're also crooked... Same thing. Oh, yeah. The, the mer- God of Merchant doesn't like you to be crooked, but if you keep giving people such good deals that you start losing money, the God's going to be like, what the frick? Are you incompetent? Yeah. Actually, there was a good line of this in American Gods, uh, but this is Odin in that they actually acknowledge he's the God of Thieves. Mm-hmm. But he uh, gives uh, the character of Shadow a list of things to do, and he says, and I ask that you only skim a maximum of 10% since money's tight right now. And he's like, yeah. I'm not going to steal from you. And Odin just gives him a weird look. And he's like, if you can't take care of yourself, how can I? you expect me to th- believe? Or how can to, I expect you, you to take, take care, care of me? me? Yeah. And it's an honest question. Because from Odin's perspective, if you're not willing to
1: skim a little off the top, you're just too self-sacrificing. It's ridiculous. right? He, he, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to him. And it's that way with all the various deities. But there's uh, a later comment where he mentions staring into the abyss. Which I don't really understand, but I'm guessing he means like hopelessness, being lost.
0: Well, the abyss means different things to different people. For some of them, it's a messed up uh, anime TV show. But
1: uh, well, to normal humans, then, Yes, yeah,
0: to no- to normal humans, it's the the blackness, the bleakness, the. A lot of people from my generation and your generation, just our people in general, in the last hundred years or so. I've been really depressed, which is what a lot of people will use the term staring into the abyss for is
1: basically a metaphor for uh, depression. Here's the thing. Really, if you're if you're living nobly with strength, courage and wisdom, the gods are going to come to you. And even if they don't, it shouldn't matter because you're living with and for your people. You're living a life worth living. You're also living a life worth remembering.
0: Yes, you're living with honor, you're living with nobility. And here's the thing, there is honor among thieves, but there's a different honor, code of honor among, say, a thieves' guild than there is among warriors, than there is among farmers. Mm-hmm. And it's all honor. These are but, different code systems. Yeah, it's it's different guidelines. Yes. And that's how Hyperboreans work. We, we did multiple posts on it. We like to dance around rules. We view rules as challenges to be
1: overcome. Yeah. Even if you don't realize it consciously, you end up treating it that way where, oh, I can only have two cups of coffee a day. I shall have two and a quarter because it's not three. Well, what if I have two and three quarters? That's not three Or cups. you can only have one slice of pizza. Proceeds to cut the pizza so
0: the slice goes all the way to the end. Right. And takes half the pizza, but it's one slice. You can only have one cookie, so the cookie's the size of a large pizza.
1: Right. Uh, it's just... Really, it's the way that we do things, and nothing is is hopeless so long as you you are nurturing the strength, courage, and wisdom and besides that, there's other people that that feel the same way, which was another one of my responses is there's a lot of people when they're first coming in ethnic faith and they start realizing the harsh realities like they they reject all these how to put it gently. These woo-woo feel-good lies that all these other channels put out. Well, not all of them, but most of them put out. Where just feel your way through it and the positivity. Feel the positivity. Once they realize that's just a line of shit, then they're they're faced with this stark bleakness. Except for it's not bleak. It's just not filled with rainbows and lollipops.
0: Well, and... Here's the thing is when you embody a God, it goes both ways. There's expectations on the other end, but there's also the influence of just thinking about the God Mm -hmm. because you are not. What's that line from Batman? You are not who you are inside. It is not who you are inside, but what you do that defines you. Mm hmm. So if you endlessly think about a God of Thieves,
1: for instance,
0: it's going to affect your personality in a way you might not view it as a positive. Well, and
1: let's pull this up to the meme, because this has been shared around widely, even outside of pagan circles, where you have the witch being burnt at the stake. And then the guy that's lighting the uh, that's tying her up and lighting the fire says uh, on the on the sly whispers to her, I agree with everything that you did or everything that you say that doesn't change the fact that he tied her to the post and lit the fire. Oh yeah. It doesn't everybody in that crowd could agree and think that she was a good person and did was doing noble things. But simply by standing there and not doing anything against what's happening. Yeah. Well, it's the, But it, there's also an intention too. So just doing a thing also isn't enough. I mean, following the ethnic path is It's difficult for a lot of reasons, but it should also be extremely easy and natural.
0: Well, and it's something we've brought up before is ethnic faith is hard, not because it's hard, but because you are uh, we're basically a race of circus bears that have to be taught how to be bears again and how to not be circus bears Mm -hmm. and actually to not be circus bears. That's all it is.
1: Yeah, because you don't have to teach the circus bear how to be a bear. You just have to teach it. Stop playing in the circus.
0: Yes. It's something that does become a bit of an issue in ethnic faith is people trying to basically make it into uh, Christianity Mm 2.0, which is odd considering which came first. But that's besides the point. And what you have is most of the gods are not. I don't really know. Well, well, let's back up
1: and and be honest where the gods are tertiary. Oh, yeah. The gods themselves, no matter how important. No matter how big they are, no matter how widespread they are, they're tertiary to ethnic faith.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we've brought this up before is the people are the focus. And it's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why I stopped saying atheists could be pagan. It's not that you have to truly believe in the gods to be ethnic faith, to be pagan or whatever. It's that you have to believe in your own strength and power and the strength and power of your people. Mm -hmm. There's a certain mindset that goes with that.
1: Well, and right now it's really difficult. I understand. It is very, very difficult because there's so many shitty people out there.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, uh, what did that one meme say? Uh, Stop caring what other people think. Have you seen other people? They're awful. True, there's a lot of awful
1: people out there, but there's also a lot of good people out there.
0: Well, it's like uh, it's really common for this stupid gender war that happens online. So like all the... A lot of the men end up going like, those darn women got us into this, and the women are like, how dare you, you weak-willed soy boy fops?
1: Yes. It it just turns into this name-calling circle and nobody's accepting responsibility when really the responsibility lays on both sides, both the masculine and the feminine, but no matter what, it is still the mortal realm that is responsible, not the divine realm.
0: Well, here's the thing is the gods doesn't really matter which one you pick, but they have their own goals. They have their own ways of doing things. They are not under any obligation to help you specifically. And here's the thing. The gods may make decisions for the betterment of the whole of the people as best as they're able to maneuver. Mm -hmm. You are probably in the consequential. It's like if you have a uh, kingdom, how many potato
1: farmers does the king personally know? And it's fair because you're you're trying to help as many people as possible, there's going to be people that fall through the cracks. And it's not even necessarily that you don't care. You just don't know. And you're too busy to go around looking for all the cracks.
0: Well, and it's something that you just realize whenever you've lived. Because there are people that I used to you know, talk to a lot. I barely remember their names now. Mm-hmm. And it's from years and years and well, years
1: Well, let, let's think about it even from a family perspective. If you have more than two people in the family, somebody gets forgotten at some point it wasn't through intentional negligence it wasn't through i don't like that person sometimes it is but then you didn't forget them you just chose not to but sometimes people just get forgotten that that old joke of um mom forgot me at the store
0: mom forgot me at the store uh i was dropped off by the fedex person uh I'm the milkman's kid,
1: or... Yeah, it, it's not necessarily malevolence well, if anyone... or malicious intent.
0: Well, I grew up with uh, six siblings. Mm-hmm. My mom would sometimes call me by one of my other siblings' names, or sometimes names that I think were like her backups when she was naming me, based on the fact that she almost always used the same two. Right. But it was just something that would occasionally happen, especially if she was frazzled. Mm-hmm. And I don't look anything like my siblings. But basically, it just happens, because... There's too much stuff going on, and right. even if the gods are us, but more, so they have more memory, more ability, more skill, more of those things. They are not under any obligation to give a shit about you specifically, right? They might give a shit about the whole well, of. Your and here,
1: here's the reality of it: you might not want them to. Oh not, yeah, not in a direct sense. Like, oh, they came and I, I don't know. Here's one: you are venerating a. A god that's associated with bears. So a bear wanders out of out of the forest, and I don't care if you live in, in the city, it goes into your parking garage and picks a fight with you specifically. Do you want that kind of attention? Or to take it to another
0: odd spot that might go, you worship a fertility god, and they take special notice of you. So you want three or four kids. You end up with 27.
1: Right. I, I, there's all kinds of possibilities some of them are good like i don't know you you might always be lucky and the god's showing you just enough attention not too much but just enough to where everything just happens to go your way in this one regard bravo but that might not always happen
0: well it's part of the reason why there's many different ways to venerate the gods and this kind of direct one-on-one relationship like we said, you don't need. honestly, c- it's
1: asking too much.
0: It's asking too much. It's like if someone has 27 or even 50, 100 grandkids, who knows? They won the the birthing lotto. How likely is it they know all 100 grandkids on a
1: personal level? Yeah, I guarantee you it's not. They forgot they most of you. Yeah, they forgot. They most know of you. that they have 100 grandkids. They love their 100 grandkids, but they, but have they like always favorites. forget about
0: Tommy. They have like five
1: favorites. Yeah. It's just, it's well, the harsh reality of life. And it doesn't make grandma less caring. It doesn't make her less loving or a lesser person. It makes her human. She has a hard enough time remembering the 13 kids. Right. So it's... The 13 kids who had 13 kids. Yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> it's one of the reasons we always emphasize the who of the gods more than the what. Well, who who is Thor? Well, he is the Thunderer. No, 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 yeah. no. That's the what. And that's not even the what. That's like an
1: adjective of the what. Right. So who is Thor? Uh, okay. Which is typically the answer that we get. And no, we're not going to give it to you right now. No, uh, read stories of Thor. There's right. lots of them. Well, and yeah, that's actually kind of why we did that podcast. Superman is we was addressing this this notion right here where. The gods are something to look up to, aspire to, and to take warnings from. Because they are us, but more as extreme as we are. And if you're honest, we are a people of extremes. And these extremes are quite vast. Now multiply that by God levels. Well, and then remember that people would think if you live for
0: a very long time, you end up, you know, kind of multitasking. But then you're forgetting our people's own nature. We take great pride in being a carpenter Mm -hmm. so we get very very good at carpentry we could live to be 150 but we're still we've been a carpenter since we were 20 and we're not changing it now right we are a stubborn people who once we've hit that point where we're kind of comfortable we don't like to leave it right now imagine the gods do you really think like the god of craftsmen is gonna be like oh yeah i'm really good at crafting but you know what my true passion is
1: Making Vichy. icebreaker candy bars. Yes, making icebreaker candy bars. That sounds it, terrible. Yeah, it does. It, it's just not the way that it works, and there's nothing wrong with it. But, yeah, the the story of the gods, there are lessons for us. Like, it, Well, not just lessons. There are also motivation, aspirations. But there's also warnings in there because of their personality types. Things don't always go their way, and they end up stepping in the mud puddle or causing issues that, really they shouldn't have caused other than their their very personality they're well, too abrupt they're too gruff they're too giving like with the dogda, and to where his family had to intercede on his side oh yeah or on behalf of him because he was giving away so much stuff he was literally starving himself
0: oh yeah he was giving away his all of his food to the point where one of his family members had to step in and basically be like he's not going to look here, I will put inedible coins, and the idiot will eat it. So the idiot comes by, gets the food from the dogda, eats the coins, and dies.
1: So there's a warning there. You aspire to be brave and, and stern and strong like the dogda, and, and kind and giving. But there's the warning there of what happens when you are too kind, too giving, too forgiving. Well, and I would because, because the dogda in that story even knew what was
0: going on. Yes, but he's too kind to do anything about it. And I would argue that the dogda is actually fairly well active right now, much mm-hmm. like I point out that Othan and Hermes are very active, mm-hmm. because all of our people across these lands where the dogda would be known, we are basically, We threw up on our borders, basically. Yeah. For Jamal, for Nagumbo, for Juan, Amir, for all these figures that really have no business being in mm-hmm. our lands
1: and really if we're going to give it away can you blame them for taking it yeah it's because a lot of people want to get angry at jamal and juan and magumbo et cetera, et cetera, for taking advantage of it but can you really blame them if we're going we're going to give it away anyways
0: well it's um something that's actually been a criticism that the other races have given us when we've talked to them is your people just give this stuff what, what am i supposed to say no
1: Right. I mean, I've had some of them in their own way. They use the word stupid. But then after conversing with them, they and I explain no naive. They're like, ah, yeah, that makes far more sense because your people are smart, but they're so naive and you don't understand. The rest of the world will gut your country. They will gut your very homes.
0: Yes. It's something that we've actually acknowledged before in. All the other races are well aware. There's a difference between each of the races. We're mm-hmm. the only ones that are like, oh no, we're all the same. It's all just melanin. It's all just skin
1: deep. Mm-hmm. And well, and how did they get us by telling us stories?
0: Well, and that's how it works. Is we as a people, we are storytellers. Mm-hmm. That's how we learn about our gods. It's how we learn about our heroes, our customs, our history. That's why they corrupt
1: the stories. Well, and that's one of the reasons for learning the old stories. Is don't ignore the new stories just because they're new stories. But if you learn the old stories, you can then start seeing where the corruption uh, began to happen and kind of pick it out of the new stories and be like, ah, okay, I get it.
0: Well, and it's part of the reason why it's so important to look at our natural way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at how we tell stories, and we've always told stories this way, whether it's Jack the Giant Slayer, the Three Musketeers, Solomon Kane, Conan the Barbarian, there's a focal point and we just keep telling stories of that figure. And some people will know them. Some people will not, but there's always something there that made them stand the test of time. There's well,
1: and an echo even in, even in um, old folklore, you can have one character. Let, let's, let's just roll with characters. Um, whether it's a God a folklore, character hero, it doesn't matter, but you have one character and he's this way in this one story and this one situation. And then there's another story where on the surface it might seem completely different, but the who of the character remains the same. Much like Batman is always Batman. Yes. Um, Much like um, Doctor Who used to always be Doctor Who until Doctor Who wasn't Doctor Who. And then all of our people got pissed. Until Doctor Who was Nurse Who. Right. Well, and. It wasn't even the fact that she was female that they turned it female. I mean, there was people that was really dubious about it. But the first episode with the female doctor was actually had higher ratings than several of the episodes leading up to that. So people was like, well, I'm not sure if I like this, but let me tune in. I'll see. And then it turned out it wasn't just a female doctor with the same core. They actually changed the core of the doctor. And then that's when the. The, well, and um,
0: people were rejecting it even when it was uh, Peter Capaldi,
1: who was yes. arguably the best actor they've ever had portray the character, mm-hmm. but he was given such bad material. Well, that's why it was on the decline there. And they was hopeful with the switching of the doctor, even though it, the doctor was becoming female. Oh, they're going to course correct. Well, that's usually. No, no, no. That's
0: often why they will switch the doctor is uh, to try and get more people to watch. Mm hmm. That's the thing, is the Doctor is always the Doctor. Batman is always Batman. Conan is always Conan. And the you-
1: dogda is always a dogda. Lou is always Lou. Perun is
0: always Perun.
1: Right, and it doesn't matter what situation that we put them in. The who of who they are needs to stay the same, which is b- both something for us to aspire to, take courage from, and to take warnings from. And some people might think that we've really deviated from where we started. Not at all. No, and it, this is a massive conversation.
0: Well, and part of the issue I think a lot of people end up having is are the gods defined partially by their relationship to the people and the other gods? Yes. But then there's also the other element of I guess you could describe it kind of like the best example I can think of in the modern day would be like the Justice League and the Avengers mm-hmm. in the Avengers or Justice League, like the actual overall stories. There's many, many characters and not all of them get to be the focal point, but there's entire swaths of stories of these characters where they are the focal point, even if in the actual Justice League story, they're a cameo. They're seemingly unimportant.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're a, a it's a decent thing to bring up because these are things that people are aware of well, that's and, the and only... they, they grew up with them. So like the DC Pantheon, the Marvel Pantheon. Who's in charge? Well, which comic are you reading? Pretty much. Are you reading Superman's comic or are you reading Wonder Woman's comic? Are you reading The Flash's comic? Are you reading Spider-Man's comic? Which that's era who's are in you charge. Reading? Yeah, which era are you in? And, and that's another thing that kills a lot of... That's why the who's important and, and storytelling is so important. And we need to relearn how to tell stories badly. Well, and,
0: well, and even recently, if we did a character from, like, mythology they were still consistent like puck for instance mm-hmm. they might change a little bit of the what or the why well they're... i mean
1: there's stories where puck is a little boy there's stories where puck is a giant there's stories where puck is a chair
0: there's stories where puck, puck is, is always a puck. wild creature right so but puck, is, puck is, always... is
1: always puck
0: yes and even in recent tellings like uh the gargoyles tv oh show. yeah
1: and i'm convinced they did that on accident
0: oh yeah but puck was still puck mm-hmm. and it's funny because if you pay attention to that tv show in the story puck is in control of every situation yeah like uh the first episode because
1: uh, and that it's the gargoyles cartoon right? yeah and they have oberon the king of the fairy and he's so powerful blah 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 etc cetera, etc cetera. except for you can tell once you understand who puck is and you're watching this cartoon you're like puck is in control he's in charge and he's letting oberon think that he's in charge oh, he's when he's playing not. with him like a toy yeah
0: or uh in his first appearance he literally coordinates his own failure like he destroys his own trap so that it makes it look like an accident but it's his own trap and it's totally a puck move mm-hmm. so there is this continuation of the older mythic gods and spirits into uh, I the think modern that day they
1: did it partially on on purpose of course There's a little bit of research to, so they can develop a character right But I think that they got it so spot on on accident.
0: Well, I think that's the same with like American Gods and American Gods is very it's very sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Like I would
1: argue that. Well, it was written by a Polish Jew that did a lot of research. Yes, because he got Odin. I'm really disgusted that he got so much right. Um, And so many of our people get so much wrong. Oh,
0: I've brought that up before when the best version of Odin I've seen is in a is in the first few episodes of a television adaptation of a comic book slash book series written by a Polish Jew who I think lives in England, but po- a lot he's very popular in America. And is quick to sell out. Oh, he's very quick to sell out, and to criticize people for criticizing people who are selling out. He oh, got and Odin completely
1: very, changing his own history and statements. Oh yeah,
0: he'll, he'll straight up lie. He got Odin fairly well in that show, uh, in the series. Not so much for Thor. Not so much for Anansi. There were a lot of gods from various pantheons Mm -hmm. got way off
1: but he did odin fairly well i I don't really know how he did it honestly complete accident probably Probably. like he was probably trying to make him not seem like a good god but which he's not a good god but trying to make him seem worse than what he is and then accidentally by making those conscious choices accidentally revealed who odin is
0: well, it's very telling that everybody's favorite stories of Odin, and this is their side comments, like the the eye and Mimir as well, the making of Ask and Embla, everybody's favorite stories, or uh, the rune thing, they're a side comment. Well, comments. are they
1: favorite stories, or are they just talking points? Talking In most points. of our circles, let's be honest, they're, they're talking, talking points.
0: points. They're asides. There's no actual stories of them. They're, they're mentioned, but they're mentioned as an aside. The actual stories that feature Odin all feature him as a thief, a gambler things that people don't actually like associating with them and it, it's very telling that a lot of people don't read the stories
1: well and that's like mamir's odin's eye and Mamir's well if they show an actual well they're walk away wrong. they're wrong well it's not the- an actual well in the sense of like a well that's a hole down in the ground you lower the bucket in
0: no, it's like an old
1: school like. It's not even a. It, it's not even like really a well. spring well that comes up out of the ground, which would look kind of like a clear water mud puddle. No, it's a freaking muddy waterfall.
0: Yes, and those do occasionally form th- just ponds that
1: seem to disappear. Right, but but, um, basically, it's Tequamanon Falls. Yeah. Not, um, no Niagara Falls would be too clean, so it's basically Niagara. It's a muddy waterfall. And this is the kind of stuff people don't like because it doesn't sound as cool. Right. And this is why we're on the naughty list and people are scared to share us because we Mm -hmm. actually know the stories. And if we don't, we look into them.
0: Well, yeah. I'm the first to admit I have a bias towards the Germano Celtic. Mm -hmm. That seems to be that's where I get most of my information. I know. I know sadly a good amount more in a lot of the other areas than people that actually practice. Like I've out argued Slavs
1: and I don't actually know that much about Slavia. Well, for one, you don't even really have to know their stories. All you have to do is understand our people and then let them tell you the story. And because you understand the psychology, the, um, the physiology, the, our psyche, or the the very core of who we are as a people, you can come to understand these stories without even actually learning the story on your own. Well, and like we said at the beginning, and kind of spot the bullshit that's in them. Oh yeah, especially if you have a just a loose concept and understanding of what Christianity and Hinduism and Islam is, because there's different um, there's different amounts of fuckery with the stories of different kinds depending on where in Europe.
0: Oh yeah, sometimes you end up with the
1: weird alien cults. Right. So, so long as you have a loose concept of those, uh, you, you can kind of pick them out when, when you run across them, but you also understand fundamentally who our people are. It makes the, the stories easier. To, you don't have to know all the stories. You just have to understand who we are as a people, which then leads into another part of this topic with people being treated for mental illnesses that they don't have or shouldn't have. Well, and a lot of it comes down to
0: trying to average out all the races. Right, we live in a
1: universalistic
0: society. So, and it's not just us, because when you average out all the races, you don't magically end up with, I don't know, the Africans are normal.
1: Right. Right. Exactly, because um, Mm. you look into treatments for um, uh, psychological ailments, I believe is what they're called. But it's on the rise all across the board. Every race and the western world the the rates of insanity are on the climb well and you can actually see and they're going almost straight up and have been for the last several decades
0: well and you can see elements of like i've brought this up before thor would be diagnosed as bipolar Mm -hmm. by modern standards because he will switch from being extremely gleeful to incredibly wrathful at the drop of a hat Mm -hmm. it's not that there was no trigger quote unquote that switched those it's that it happened so quickly that a doctor would diagnose him as bipolar
1: right and there's yeah if there's an actual reason for it it's not insanity there's nothing medically wrong there was an actual reason why he went from laughing to smashing somebody's head and with a hammer it wasn't just because he actually there was a reason for him to do that well
0: it's like the goddesses of love and sex would be labeled nymphomaniacs well like
1: a lot of our people talking to people of other races they're like White people are weird. You guys will be laughing and joking, and nothing seems to bother you. And then all of a sudden, you're stabbing motherfuckers. Well, and it actually... Like, just instantly, just raging angry. And the thing is, is being Hyperboreans, we understand that is not actually what happened. But that's the way it's viewed, which makes us look insane. Yes. And you can actually see this in
0: the mythology across the board, like in the, the Celtic gods... Uh, there's a lot of them that behave in ways that like uh, the dog. He comes off. Like, I I don't remember what the illness is called, but it's compulsive giving. Mm -hmm. They would diagnose him with whatever that illness is. It's probably some kind of syndrome.
1: Yeah, it, it is. I can't remember what it's called. I looked it up a few days ago, just out of curiosity. And yeah, there is some kind of syndrome or something for it. But here's the thing is when from psychology, they're coming from a universalistic perspective. So, whether they intend to or not, they're averaging out all of the races and these should be the responses for the standard human taking all of the ethnic quirks and averaging them out. Well, that doesn't make for a sane person. What that does is make all the races seem insane, which is not accurate.
0: No. And it's one of the things that we keep trying to push is if you're doing ethnic faith, you start to realize who we are Yeah, because It's actually something people have noticed with, like, other cultures. For, like, the Ainu, for instance. They have a story of a great flood. And people thought, oh, this is a traditional Ainu story, and it reflects that the Bible is accurate, and uh, the great flood and all that. But someone had the actual wherewithal to ask the Ainu, like, where would you hear this story? Oh, I heard it from someone who told me. Well, is there any white man that you... Well, he
1: even told a joke about it, because he's like... Every every white man who has come here and asked about this story has written it down. Do you know the one who didn't write it down? The one that told me.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and it's because every white man that would come and hear the uh, flood story would buy him booze. Mm-hmm. And the Ainu were white at one point, but I think by this point... By this point, they... They were, they were mostly uh, chimeras. And still really hairy, which tells you how hairy the freaking Ainu were. Right. <laughs> um, but... It's one of the reasons why I'm so hesitant when someone's like, well, this similarity between this, this folklore and this folklore. Okay, uh, who wrote it down? Who discovered it? How long have they been in contact with white people? Because especially the Christian missionaries, they find out that there is some. some So, yeah, well,
1: like the dude that went to that one island and then got shot to death.
0: Oh yeah, and I think he got shot to death with bows and arrows or spears. Yeah, and like
1: bows, that. bows, arrows, and spears. I believe, and um, it was some island off the coast of India, I think. Yeah, and then,
0: but basically, the guy went there to convert them. If they find out there is one heathen area in existence, they are sending they have to go. and they, then they, they will tell the stories. It. So by the time you are actually getting folklore from these areas, it's like there is a Native American folklore that is I, I know the story; it's beat for beat a European story what happened was the Iron John story yeah uh not Iron John uh uh John of the Bear ah John of the Bear Iron John is a different one but uh John of the Bear it is John of the Bear beat for beat and everyone's like well you see that shows the pan northern hemisphere story no it shows they were in contact with Spaniards or French fur trappers because it's a story from that area and people used to know their
1: folklore yeah and it was fun stories to tell, even if they didn't personally believe it. Although, really, most of them did believe it.
0: Well, it's like uh, the people in the, like, Joan of Arc. But I'm a good Christian girl.
1: You worship fairies at a tree. Well, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah. And, and it's it's the way it is. But, um, And it's not that there aren't issues. But, like, if you suffer from depression, once you understand, it's a hyperborean thing that... Depression is actually fairly normal for us. It makes the depression not so depressive. Then it's like, okay, this is just a normal part of the cycle. I fell into into depression. I know how to treat this. I get my ass up even though I don't want to get up. I just want to lay here and just die. Because, well, and depression isn't always that extreme, but let's pretend it is in this case. Because you understand depression is normal, it makes it easier for you to get up, to get into the shower, to put on the clean clothes, to go outside and shake babies and kiss hands, Well, and which it, will get you over the depression.
0: Yes, and it doesn't necessarily because people will think, oh, you got over the depression because you hung out with people. Not no, necessarily. No, no, yeah. It was just Anybody doing Anybody that has,
1: has depression understands. And, and it might take several days of doing this to kind of push through it, but you also understand because it's a normal thing for our people it can kill us well depression it, literally can kill us and it's not even suicide it's it's lay there and just die it does literally kill but once you understand that it's it's normal for our people well so it, not getting depressed is actually the abnormal the abnormality
0: yeah they got some interesting drugs then
1: yeah. or there's just something, something wrong with the brain off, yeah. where they just never actually get this. And they're the ones that's considered normal, but the depression is actually the the norm, the normality, not normal state, but it is normal for our people to hit depression. We understand, okay, I have to do this, this, and this to get out of it. Well, And if I don't, I never will.
0: Well, and it's actually, once you start understanding our people, you look into history and our folklore and all these different elements, you start noticing things. Like, we've brought this up before as well, which is the hibernation our people actually according to history we semi hibernate
1: mm-hmm. especially where it gets cold
0: yeah so like you're not probably going to do it in southern florida no no but you you might do it in minnesota and they even kind of did it in the up when you were mm-hmm. a kid it was they didn't acknowledge what it was but people were sleeping a lot
1: more and they, yeah people would sleep like 12 day, 12 hours a day every day or more if they was left alone
0: oh yeah and um the reason that It's actually the reason I started thinking about it. Then I started digging into history to see if it was a thing was I noticed that it's really common for our people to have seasonal depression.
1: Right. And and we have the seasonal depression because we aren't doing the semi hibernation, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense for people that live
0: in the northern hemisphere, evolved in the northern hemisphere and are as adapted to the northern hemisphere as we are to get depressed for three months straight
1: or six or, or however long the the winter is in the area that we live in.
0: Yeah, I think we would have died already just due to the ice but age.
1: Seasonal depression, and then there's, for hyperboreans, there's also the seasonal mania, which is when, in the summertime, you can't sleep. You just can't sleep. It's too hot. It's too bright. It's just too, 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 too much something to be able to actually sleep. Rosario so is then, too pretty. Right, so then our sleeping schedule ends up dropping down to, like, three four hours a day you know the darkest part of the night in the middle of the summer but we have this mania because we can't sleep in the summer and then we have this depression in the winter well you take these two things and you put them right back to back where you're not allowed to sleep in the winter the way that your body wants you to in the north and you can't but yeah and you compound that lack of sleep with the lack of sleep in the summer there's, there's issues that's going to crop up. It also explains our addiction to caffeine. It explains our addiction to distraction. It, explain, it explains a lot of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. And this is a lot of what we push and point out with ethnic faith is if you look at our stories, our history, our own natures, you start to get more balanced. Mm-hmm. You, you don't just have this swing between the extremes. You're able to find kind of a core.
1: Right. So then let's ask, well, what does it have to do with the gods? The gods are a lesson of balance.
0: Yes, because the gods are odd. Actually, you'd think they would be extremely balanced because they're gods. But no, they are themselves quite often actually very extreme. Mm-hmm. And they're more developed. They're more capable. They're typically stronger, faster, better. The six million dollar man. Yes. <laughs> but um, they because of our own natures, they actually end up veering to the extremes. Like Othan is extremely willing to risk his neck if he can get something out of it or to crush somebody else
1: that has no idea what's even going on. Oh yeah, on.
0: as an afterthought. Yeah. Or
1: Thor, or he's... without a thought, not even an afterthought, like not even that much thought. Just he's there and just crush him and no thought. Well, like Thor,
0: he'll he'll be so manic that he'll end up coming home with three kids. Right. One of them's his, two of them he picked up at the farm. Well, I don't know. They were just sitting there in the farm. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Just Nobody wanted
1: there? them. They was just sitting there in the it's farm okay to take them, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, they were eating sandwiches and talking about stuff. I figured they were homeless.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, three countries away.
0: Where'd the kids go? <laughs> and then on the other end, it's like, well, I had to kill 12 people. They were all making fun of my axe.
1: What axe? Well, it was an axe. It's a hammer now. <laughs> it's a hammer now because i hit them all in the head with it and they had really hard heads mm-hmm. but yeah it's and, and that this also kind of addresses that whole abyss feeling but most of that abyss feeling is it's as the the bullshit the weight of society the the yahweh shaped hole if you will even if it's not yahweh it can be the um the uh what the hell is this shit called? The social justice, blah, blah, blah. I'm a fucking pussycat. That bullshit. I just call it mental illness. Yeah. It's the mental illness of modern society falling away. And it, it can leave a hole in you that you think that you need to fill up. But no, 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 no. Let it heal. That's a wound. Well, and if you think about it, it's not a missing piece. that's a piece that had stuff in it that shouldn't have had stuff in it. Let it heal before it gets
0: gangrene. Yeah. Um, and that's another thing is because you listen, you read historical accounts of our people. A lot of them sound ridiculous. Like uh, they'll have one that says like on the coasts of Britain, women have multiple husbands and people keep pet rabbits all over the place. And I'm like, um, let's see, coastal poor. Oh, yeah. Woman with that, a lot the, of husbands. I'm guessing what it was was it was most likely a whore.
1: Y- yes. Uh, or and or more, even more likely. It's modified history for explaining a whore. Yes, because, um,
0: yeah, and then you have uh, really noble ideas that are pushed, like the Celts feared nothing except the sky falling on their head. They would laugh at the storms that tried to sink mm-hmm. their
1: boats. It doesn't mean that they never got scared. No, it meant that they chose courage because courage is a choice.
0: Yes. Bravery is a choice. Uh, like uh, actually, they would probably
1: uh, piss in their pants right up until what's the easiest way to face danger is, is laughing at is it. to laugh at you la- some people like horror movies people love horror movies even if they scream and whatnot then they end up laughing because they screamed the laughing is the act of courage that's the choice so when faced i think that's why the laughing at the waves that was crushing the fleet what else are you going to do and to face that kind of fear and terror laugh at it and it was a conscious choice that they made Yes. Uh, and it it's something that I get kind of irritated because people will say these things.
0: It's sort of like how people will be smug and think it's confidence. Mm-hmm. People will be loud and think it's passionate. Our people have gotten to the point where they can't really notice these things about us. We're not very good at determining things like that anymore.
1: Well, and we have things, too, where it's like, oh, are you saying that's a bad person? He's feeding the poor. The poor don't care. Yes, the poor do care. No, that person feeding the the poor is a shitty person they're feeding the poor to look good, to look like a good person to cover up their shittiness. oh yeah, intention it, matters, which is kind of an extreme of what you was just talking about. oh yeah, intent really does matter in everything
0: you do It's like are you treating the gods like uh, merchants or servants, or are you treating them like respected family members
1: well and the people that say well the poor people don't care have never been on the poor side of that i grew up poor i was on the poor side of that and yes those rich snotty the poor people can tell and they care yes they will take the stuff because they need it they don't want to take it but they need it so they will and then as soon as they're away from that rich person that is a piece of crap that was doing the thing just to look good all the shit talking starts Oh, that person thinks that they're better than us. I hope that they end up in this same position, to where I get to where I give them things so that they can feel shame.
0: Well, it's, it's the, the poor really people easy. know, and oh, yeah. it does matter. And it's really easy to suss them out now because they'll usually take a selfie when they do it.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, it's easier now to tell. Before you had to watch them because then they'd go to church and brag about it, but now now
0: they go on Instagram and they're like. Hashtag fed my home local homeless guy lasagna last night. Right. <laughs> like like he's freaking Garfield the cat.
1: Right. Yeah, it, it's a it's a complex situation, but I've heard that before. Well, the poor people don't care. Yes, they do. I, I can tell you right now, they do. If and I'm not saying don't help them, but if you're gonna help poor people, if you're gonna help anybody. Try to do it for the right reasons. And if you're not, at least admit it. Oh, yeah. Be like, I'm trying to be good. I'm not a good person and I'm trying to be good. So this is all I got. And that alone, just being honest, is a huge step in the right direction.
0: And that's the other thing is... The reason because the easiest answer for when people ask, is it possible if you if the that you will never get a hint of the gods that they might never decide to pay attention to you? The easy answer is, well, you see the gods work in mysterious ways, but they have a plan for the the whole diatribe that every universalist religion spouts. The more complex and honest answer is there is a chance that none of them will even ever acknowledge you existed. The good news
1: is. The ancestors exist.
0: The good news is the people in your day-to-day life exist.
1: And your descendants. Should you uh, should you choose, because that's what it is in most cases, should you choose or be lucky enough to have descendants. And that's the main thing. Right, and that's what's people. going to get you where it is that you're going anyways.
0: Well, and the gods actually function. It's like I, I, I kind of used the example of the friendly neighborhood deity mm-hmm. for gods like Heracles, Thor, Lou, Kukulin. They're heroes, but they're also gods. So they're kind of like the superheroes of their day,
1: but like also spiritual figures. Well, and here's a good question to ask. What kind of people are you drawn to? Most people are drawn to people that are have similar interests, similar behavioral patterns, so on and so forth to themselves. That's who they're drawn to. And, and that's what causes these friend clicks. Right. Why? If the gods are us, why would they be any different? if that's most likely what's going to draw their attention so just being noble it increases the odds that they're going to notice but that might not necessarily be what you want and or um they may or may not notice you because you don't notice everybody that behaves like you that looks like you that dresses like you you, you just don't well and a lot of it, it's a really hard to answer question because it's a yes no Well, and a
0: lot of it just comes from understanding. Like we've brought up things like why are women obsessed with candles? It's because for thousands of years they kept an eternal flame going. Mm -hmm. So it's an instinctive drive that Yankee Doodle Candle is just happening to take advantage of. Or like why do people go around trying to talk up their favorite tv shows like you gotta watch this it's great I, I understand the first few seasons are terrible but if you get to season four it's amazing
1: right and you but you have to watch at least this other season which wasn't as good so you can really understand what's going on yeah oh, but,
0: but don't watch that season that yeah. season's terrible
1: and stop at this episode because at, well, from there it goes straight down what down. it
0: is is they're talking up they're pop culture surrogate gods. Yeah, whether that's Rick and Morty, Homer Simpson, uh, Stewie Griffin, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, uh, Kirk or Picard, these fictional characters oh, are fulfilling. Solomon Kane,
1: because apparently he's far more popular than I thought he was.
0: Oh yeah, I always thought Conan was like the most popular Howard character, but no, it's Solomon Kane,
1: which confuses me.
0: Yeah, Solomon Kane is really popular for some reason. I think some people forget that Howard actually wrote Conan and think it started with like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Uber Chad. Or is it Giga Chat? I am not I up, I, I'm not up with what the cool kids think. We're not hip. We're not rad <laughs> enough, as the 90s surfer commercials would say. Tubular. Uh. But um, that's the things that you start to notice when you realize how our people act based on history, culture, just observance. You mm-hmm. start to realize those things, and you realize that gods, they're important, but they're – it's – Cults are kind of like fan clubs with spiritual elements. Right. It's a terrible analogy, but it, it's hard to think of a better modern way of looking at
1: it. Well, and I'm going to give my own little analogy, metaphor, something like words. that. Well, yeah, my own set of words. People coming to ethnic faith, they're like, oh, it's hard, it's rough. Well, no, what, all you did was pull off from the blacktop highway where you just mind-numbingly go, no thought, just follow the guy in front of you. And you pulled off onto the gravel road. Yes, it's bumpy. Yes, you got to go a little bit slower. It's noisy. But enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the trees that's around you. You it, pulled off from the highway and onto a two track road going through the forest. Slow down. Enjoy the ride. It might be a Look bit around. bumpy, but it will be fun.
0: Yes. Like,
1: <laughs> enjoy
0: the period where you're a pilgrim, a pioneer, a rambling man enjoy that period because when you're able to finally get through the mire and the woods and the moors and the seas of what the frick is going on and you find somewhere comfortable well it's like a lot of people they they like that their life is pretty chill right now and they got things settled but they kind of miss the days when they were eating cold pizza and like well you see i have the bills i have the money to pay the bills but you know it's in my other car which is loaned to fred who's out in utah and right they almost miss that
1: chaos portion of oh, their lives. Shoot. We went way deep into this one and I forgot to um, bring up our our Patreon, which I think that we touched on that. We have a Patreon uh, and our Teesprings where you can buy a poster created by Neil Aethelwolf Rungren. Rundgren. I forgot the name of it. Where uh, the old gods roam. Old Rome. gods roam. Yes. Let, let me verify this. Double check really quick. OK, really quick. Here it comes where the old God where the old God's Rome. It's a um, and thanks to our patrons,
0: yeah. because that's who asked the question at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And God is thinking on this whole thing. And it we're
1: still trying to self promote. We suck at it, but we're trying.
0: Help we, us out. Uh, we, we forget <laughs> to we forget to advertise sometimes, <laughs> often, almost always. Right.
1: It's something that we got to do, but it's not something that we want to do. No.
0: In, in another time, we'd probably just be kind of content. Forager, not forgers, fishermen, huntsmen, some rough and tumble job, but we we Maybe exist. Maybe
1: forgers. I do have a little bit of artistic skill. Oh, wrong kind of forgers. Yeah, you mean blacksmiths. I was talking about forging money. Oh, I said forager, not oh. forgers. Well, I'm old. I'm old and But um, yeah, we got a few minutes left. uh Let me see yeah buyer stuff stickers posters shirts uh help us uh support us on patreon you can actually go all the way down to one dollar get your list on the th- get your name on the thank you list um we do pay attention to the patreon so if there's any interesting questions you might end up starting
0: a podcast starting episode a podcast idea. episode so thank you again to our patreons and yeah th- the thing is, is whether it's history, whether it's a modern show, whether it's, you know, folklore, whether it's what your grandpa told you he did last Thursday, I found the most amazing melon. Uh, now I
1: got st- the old man voice stuck in my
0: head. Oh, Bill. I can't do it as
1: well. When I was, when I was a kid, I was young. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: all of our stories, they're sacred stories. And yes. the gods. Even
1: the new ones.
0: Yes. Whether it's of the gods, whether it's of the spirits, whether it's of the heroes, whether they're fictional or not, because they continue off each other. They feed off each other. Everything's built on what came before it. It's why we get so upset
1: when stories are And nestled. no, we're not saying venerate Batman or.
0: No, don't, don't do the Wiccan thing. Yeah. Well, I have an altar to Buffy the Vampire. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No.
1: Their and character studies, I guess, is, char- is the way to approach that. Well,
0: their character studies, they're to use a term that a lot of people like to throw around a lot, archetypes mm-hmm. like Galadriel is not the Morgan. Galadriel is Galadriel. But in right. that one scene, I'll love me in despair. You got the Morgan right there.
1: Yeah. Which, yeah. In, in that movie that, that one scene, I've gotten more people to understand who the Morgan is by showing them that one scene than through hours and days of conversation. Well, and that's
0: the advantage you can get with that, is as much as we may never have the gods show up in our day-to-day lives, my day-to-day lives, right. the guy who asks the questions, day-to-day lives. Well, let's be
1: honest. If, if one of the deities stepped through the veil right here into the living room, we'd probably both shit ourselves and have massive heart attacks. Maybe grab a knife. Like, who the f-
0: how would you get uh, yeah, into our— straight
1: up attack them. How'd you get in here? Yeah. I, the, there's a lot of, a lot of possibilities that would happen and almost none of them are like, oh wow, one of the deities decided to dane me with their direct presence. No, no. That would probably almost definitely not happen. Well, and I mean do you necessarily like Zeus, do
0: you want like your family to have the attention of Zeus? And Zeus like, you know what? That's a hot wife. I'm gonna turn <laughs> yeah. into a turkey and then just walk into the house and I'll be seducer like
1: seducer with my comb. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you like do you like a bald gobble, man? Gobble,
0: gobble, gobble. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, you probably don't want that. Probably don't want
0: that happening. No, you got you got to be acknowledging that. But
1: gobble gobble. In general,
0: it actually, what you what we brought up with Galadriel, like it's like Hagrid. I have described Hog. Mm-hmm. Ha- ha-
1: ha- the dog does. Yeah, I almost said Hogda, and it's like no. no. Describe ha- the dog that people as Hagrid the god. Right. Well, and you you can describe the dogda and just exquisite detail, and they're like, huh? And then you say Hagrid, and they're like, oh, okay,
0: no. yeah. And that's an advantage. You can use these fictional characters because they're
1: they fulfill similar roles mentally. Right. Well, and like the, the approach when using Hagrid is it's Hagrid, but this, this and this. He's not this and he's not that. And he's not this other thing. But you you're giving them a visual stimulus and an emotional and, and, and emotional connection straight out the gate.
0: Well, because there are straight up religions around Harry Potter, the Jedi all these things it's and our people are the ones that start them.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, it's our people that start those those religions, even if we didn't create the stories, we end up flushing the store, fleshing the stories out, giving them meaning and then starting weird religions on based on them because we're we're looking for something.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're trying to and they don't realize role. that
1: we have an ethnic faith.
0: Well, or people presented as Viking LARPing or yeah. uh, pussy
1: magic or cat lady craziness. Pussy magic. Man, I hated that one. That was a big thing. Oh, it's still a big thing. It's just uh, most of them are embarrassed. I just don't now. talk to them anymore.
0: Yeah, that's that's what it is. Or I, I bees them are the fairies.
1: No, bees are not fucking fairies.
0: There are many things. that it, we, we did a whole podcast talking about these sorts of things. So,
1: Bee, Fairies don't even have wings. No, and most they of them aren't that small. They just like us. And they're the same size as us. They're not tiny. I don't give a shit what the new stories say. Because I've gotten arguments with with people in Ireland. And they're like, oh, they're the wee folk. The wee little tiny little fellers. And I'm like, no. Fairy are the same size as us. One could be standing right next to you and you wouldn't know. Well, those are the old stories. The new ones. They're the wee folk. Like the stories of the fairy are the new iPod. It's like, what the fuck
0: it's really irritating because it's degrading it's degrading it's insulting and it's devaluing and it's because here's the thing are we gonna know and i like tinkerbell
1: she's not a fucking fairy no she's not even actually a pixie because according to the disney thing with the the tinker bell she's a pixie she's not even actually a pixie a pixie is something else completely different yes Uh, tinkerbell doesn't exist i like tinkerbell Tinkerbell's cute and funny and fun for the show and you get all the sprinkly lights that's not a thing no and and it's one of
0: the reasons why I'll talk why we talk about things like superheroes modern franchises things like that it's because these are the stories people know and it's when you are actually learning about the gods traditionally in a traditional society would be a story that happened over the hill or this is the ancestral god or this is the one everybody knows it's one of the reasons why, if you think about it, the first thing that Christianity did before it completely tried wiping out the the old ways, the our actual gods, was they just made their god the most important. So mm-hmm. the first one you hear about, it's almost like spiritual imprinting. You know, like how baby birds will hatch and then the first thing they see is the mama. It's kind of the same thing in a way. But all our stories are sacred stories, and... Don't necessarily seek out the gods. If you live nobly and truly and honorably with strength, courage, and wisdom, any of them that actually have interest in you will find their way to you. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, live a great grand life that there will be songs sung of, even if it's just what a great grandpa you were. Yeah. And with that, the lore keepers out.
1: All right. And uh, I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to say just slow down, enjoy the ride down the two-track trail through the forest and have fun looking around just just relax it's it's all right you're not broken you're a little sore but you're not broken and uh we'll see you guys next week